0: He's a well-respected high school football scout, known for his unpopular opinion and brash commentary. The coach, Keith Miller. He's a well-respected national high school football recruiting analyst. Greg big Together they bring you the transparent truth. The world's number one source for high school football recruiting news and interviews. The transparent tr- 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 <laughs> <laughs> truth. True truth. Ha <truth. laughs> ha! <laughs> welcome, welcome. Y'all listening to the transparent truth? It's your boy, Coach Keith. Five-star Friday, and we got a big-time guest. But before we get to that, we got to remind people about our Sleeper of the Week. Hey, we want to remind everybody, tune in every Wednesday for our Sleeper of the Week segment. Really want to thank our guy, Larry Miller. He's allowing us to showcase unknown prospects that need to be brought to the spotlight. Larry's all about family and community, and his support is helping to change the lives of young players across the country. Each week, young men are getting scholarship offers after being featured on this show. So thank you, Larry. When we have business and a man that is really entrenched in the community, we need to show our support right back at him. Sit and Sleep is the only place that offers advanced sleep technology. Greg? Body
1: diagnostics. That's five-star stuff. This is high-quality stuff. Lay down on a mattress, and within seconds, thousands of sensors can help you find the absolute right mattress for you. Wow, within
0: seconds? Seconds. Man, that's awesome. Sit and Sleep. They'll beat anyone's advertised price, or your mattress is free! Free. Appreciate you, Larry Miller. Thank you, Larry. And we're back. We got a big-time guest this week, and I'm not going to hold you hostage. I'm going to bring him right in. Ladies and gentlemen, get ready for a four-star wide receiver, Pro Football Hall of Fame All-American, Micah Pittman, Calabasas High School. Shout-out to the safe house. Here we go. All right, now we'd like to introduce... Maybe the top slot receiver in the country, selling from Calabasas High School, the safe house. Mr. Micah yep. Pittman. Micah, how you doing? Good. Slot in wide out though. Slot
2: in wide out, Keith. Come on up. <laughs> no, I know. I was just gonna say, I was just gonna say
1: Michael will rip your throat out with a knife for calling <laughs> him a slot receiver. Come on. That's yep. Yep.
2: Hey, hey
0: man, all down. around, all around great guy. Micah Penn. Yeah, I got yeah. some time with Micah just last week in Ohio. Great young man, uh, terrific personality, great sense of humor, and an absolute stud on the football field. But, GB, you're here, man, okay. and this is what you do some of and, uh, Micah, make sure you always bring yep. the transparent truth.
2: Yep. Yes, sir.
1: I don't think Micah can do anything but be transparent, as <laughs> we talked off camera a little bit. but. Hey, so Mike, obviously thanks for joining us. We want to discuss a whole lot of things. Calabasas High School, your recruitment, the training that you're doing right now, you've really reshaped your body. You look great, okay. uh, made that the mask you. in a way. But we always like to kind of go back in time. And I like, like to kind of find out, man, what made you tick? Why'd you pick football in the, in the beginning? So let, let's go back to when you were just a kid. Uh, when did you kind mm. of first fall in love with football? When did you first feel like this is a game that you wanted to play for you? You came from a football family. Your pops was a, yeah. a running back, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But when did you yeah. actually choose football for yourself? And what was, it, you know, kind of fun for you as a kid?
2: Yeah, I was kind of a dual, dual sport athlete. Um, I was a baseball and a football kid. My mom wanted me to play baseball. You know how moms are. She doesn't like me taking all those hits. But um, I kind of started falling into the love for football as soon as I got those pads on. When I was about uh, probably 11, 12, um, I started hitting guys. And I, I mean, it was just fun. It got me excited. And then um, I still continue with baseball to the age of, I believe, 14 or 15. But um, I could see myself being more successful in the football uh, in the football atmosphere. So I was, I was, I was loving football and I feel like it's more exciting. than not knock on baseball, but I can't just stand out in center field and just wait for someone to hit it to me. So, so, um, it's, it's, I, I believe fo- I started falling in love with football about, yeah, like I said, 11 or 12. And, uh, I just, I just always have fun and I love flying around and going out there and hitting guys and just getting the excitement going and just hearing people cheer for you. And, um, I mean, there it was, it was obviously kind of, there wasn't real pressure, but there was pressure for me to play football, but it was easy pressure because, I mean, I love the game, and I just I sit here and I, I can preach it all day, but me and my brother, we weren't even uh, all about scholarships. They just started, like, coming in when we just started putting up film and showing, uh, showing our ability to play ball, and our dad keeps us a level head and stuff like that, so we just play for the love of the game and uh, the excitement that it brings to our family. Man, I was just, just gonna say, dude,
1: you're reading my mind. I was gonna say, man, you play for the love of the game. Somehow, things always find a way to work itself out when that's kind of where your motives are at. I was gonna a- ask you, were you always just a receiver? But the way you're kind of describing yourself, kind of flying around, knocking people out, were you uh, were you a defensive back? A little, you, did would you play some defense too early on in the process? Yeah, um,
2: I was. Uh, I, I actually started uh, at Oaks Christian. I was, I was uh, um, I was a slot, I was a slot and outside guy. I was a. Uh, and then I actually started at free safety. So that's that's the thing people don't know about me. Um I started at free safety <laughs> as a freshman on varsity. Uh I laid I laid a boom on one guy at, on a Cathedral Catholic and then um I I uh missed, I de- uh my bad. I messed up the coverage and then uh my coach at the time was Coach Fong, the defensive coordinator. Uh, after I messed up that coverage, me being a freshman, I was starting over a senior, so they knocked me out and, uh, I lost my spot. So, so after that, I kinda, I was mad at the defensive coordinator for taking me out because I felt like I was better than for safety and so were my teammates feeling that way. But, uh, but, uh, I was just frustrated with the defensive coordinator, so I focused on offense and I just started trying to protect my craft on offense so I didn't have to play defense for Coach Fong anymore. No knockout coach Fong. I mean, <laughs> He was a he was a senior, and I mean, seniors, you know how that seniority stuff goes. But um, but it, it it was it was kind of interesting, and that's what a lot of people that's what a lot of people don't know because I was a safety at a time, but then I, I just switched up to receiver, and I, I kind of loved scoring touchdowns more than I was like hitting people. So so that's why I stayed as a junior. Hey, when you, when you started playing
1: football, and uh, you know, you mentioned kind of 11, 12 years old when you kind of you know mm-hmm. owned it for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, was wide receiver always your spot? Because I always point this out, man. You you have kind of a unique wide receiver body. You're, you're thick mm-hmm. and strong. You almost look like a running back.
0: And, yeah, uh, yeah.
1: I, did, did you ever play running back at all, or were you always a receiver on offense?
2: Um, no, I actually did play running back. Um, I mean, it's, I'm glad I kind of have the size that I have. It definitely takes advantage of the DBs, uh, stuff like that. Um, but I was a running back at, at a point. Um, eighth grade year, I was... I was a killer in Bob Warner, but everyone's a killer in Bob Warner, so it <laughs> but um yeah, I was killing it in Bob Warner at running back. Um my dad my dad told me my hands were like the best hands in the family, so he was like, he was like I don't want you to play any of because due to all the hits and all that stuff, he doesn't want me to go through uh, what he has to go through and stuff like that. He's just kinda of being a mentor in my life. So uh thankful thankful for him, I probably wouldn't be a receiver if it wasn't for him um but he just uh kind of paving the way or uh, for me so he just told me uh i should i should tune in on receiver and start checking it out and i was like dad i don't want to rely on a quarterback giving me the ball because i because i just, i kind of had a trust issue with that one for a little bit and, um, <laughs> i kind of i kind of just wanted them to just give me a ball and let me let me go to work basically. but um i started buying into the receiver like i said going into my freshman year i was on varsity um that's when we were actually really cool. That was, was kind of like my brother's team. It was my brother's show that year, so um, I was kind of just sitting back watching my brother ball out. It was great, but um, yeah, like I said, my dad kind of uh, just told me to be a receiver, and just and I kind of focused in on it and I started perfecting my craft. And um, I probably I've never worked out so much in my life. <laughs> this off season, I'm taking it very personal. I'm trying to trying to get these doubters, uh, trying to prove these people wrong, and trying to get my body right for the season and and just uh, have a big year and go out with a big year and hopefully get a free time.
1: And for those who don't know, um, you know, your brother is Michael Pittman, who is going to be a junior at USC. So you guys, were three Mm -hmm. years apart from each other? So your freshman year was his Mm -hmm. senior year, correct, at at Oaks? And you mentioned, dude, he had what was kind of a historical year. I mean, he absolutely balled out. Matt Corral was his quarterback. Kobe Parkinson was the tight end. Dude, Micah, this is going to sound funny. You're going to probably laugh, but... Dude, I, I, yeah. I saw. I always saw Michael as a defensive player. I mean, he was an absolute beast yeah. on that defensive side of the ball. Yeah. And I watched him a ton. He played. He played with Keyshawn Johnson, seven on 17 mm-hmm. going into his senior year. And, yeah, dude, I, I just. I'll be honest, dude. I just didn't see it. Like he really fought mm-hmm. the ball. He wasn't a natural route runner. He was a little bit stiff. Uh, even yep. Keyshawn was like, "Yeah, I just don't know this guy can play wide receiver." Uh, <laughs> every, yeah. Everything was a double yeah. catch, right? If nothing was smooth about him. And then he goes <laughs> yeah. out there as a senior and just with the best the, receiver it was a thing. loaded group. Yep. i mean his his senior year yeah. was the year of the wide receiver that was that was Javon McKinley Tyler vaugh I mean that was the year the receiver the fox force yeah. did that did yeah there, there was like ten of them mm-hmm. what the heck happened for your brother <laughs> I mean you watched him on the on a daily basis hey. but uh, hey, dude man. I'm not joking yeah. Micah, he wasn't very good yeah. at receiver going into his senior mm-hmm. year. All of a sudden, he became the number one, number two, number three receiver in the country. What did you see for him to kind of flip that switch?
2: I mean, that guy is uh, Anthony Barr and Mike Evans on steroids. So, I mean, he's – I look up to him extremely, and uh, I just saw this dude. I'm telling you, Greg, he would sit at home and eat some steak every day because he was skinny. So, so he wanted to (laughs) put on weight, and all he did was sit at home, eat steak, and then he'd go out there, grind, uh, grind, and uh, work on his route running. And me and him would go throw with Matt all the time. And uh, he just, um, he's just—he's more of a—you know—he's a bigger receiver, so it's hard harder for him to get get up really fast, and get going fast. But once he gets going, he's going. So it's just—he um, was—he was stiff at a point. His junior year, he was—he he had a good year at receiver. Still, um, he was balling out. But his senior year, he just. He perfected his craft like Is exactly what i'm doing so um, he was perfecting his craft he was working two times as hard as he was working uh last year at that point in time and he was just eating all the steaks in the world we was going to the grocery shop every day our grocery store every day and he was just eating everything and putting on that weight and making sure he could be the best player he could be and then just he was working on his hands we uh me and him would go on the we'd go like 80 90 miles an hour so it was always good to have him because he helped my work ethic also and he actually set the uh standard for me and now i'm just trying to break his standard because i'm out here working every day with athletic games and i just got done running 2,000 yards and just trying to get in condition and get ready for for the season and i'm just i'm ready to go and i'm excited to show show uh, these people what i got i mean I'm nice in the groin. You already know how that is. And so uh, I didn't really get to show, show uh, everyone what I've been working hard for yet. I've, I guess I've been working too hard. so. And he's, he's <laughs> just been helping. He's, he's been, yeah, because I've been in that gym every day, and my clients starts tightening up on me. So my body's like chill out. But just my brother just seeing him, he's just like, he's such a standard for me, and I'm always trying to break it. And so um, I, I'm thankful for him, and that dude is, is it's his work. It's, yeah, it's his work. That's sick. That uh, is just getting them getting him through everything and he's just that guy and I'm telling you, he's a big year this year. Just marked my words and I believe I believe he can go league after this year, after the year he's
1: about to put off. Oh mean, I know that's the goal and it's kinda of funny you mentioned Anthony Barr, you know, originally and again everyone knows this, but maybe they don't. He was originally committed to U C L A and yeah. dude, that was the guy we all said we all compared him to was Anthony Barr. We thought he was going to be—you know—he'd go on to college, he'd put on you know thirty pounds, and he'd be this six-five. Yep. 245-pound beast off yet because, you know, mentioned him as a receiver. Now, he always yeah. played receiver with a defensive mentality, dude. I used to watch him just yep. kill people blocking. I mean, he was mean. Like, I loved it. I loved the way he played receiver with that defensive mindset. Mm-hmm. But enough about Michael. Um, yeah. You, you mentioned your workouts. Are you working out with Travelle? Is that, is that your personal guy, Travelle? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's uh, my Tramiel's guy.
2: That's my guy. Yeah, that's Tramiel, my guy. He's he, he you know, good Yeah. Shout out to Javale, he's listening. That's that's my guy. I appreciate everything he's doing for me, and um, also Revis, Revis is my guy. Also, he's working with me. It's, those those guys are like the two headed dragon, and they're they're uh, they're both working with me heavily. And and Revis, they're always talking trash. Uh, <laughs> every time uh, they'll they tell me I'm a I'm a two star, and I just got upgraded to a three star. So they're they're always trying to get in my head and keep me going and just keep me motivated and always trying to prove these people wrong so he said he like if they read something about me like oh you keep slow they'll they'll that's all they will talk about for the rest of the week and just try to get me going and keep me working hard and keep me coming back so i can get better so um, so that's 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 kind of they keep me motivated and shout out to them I, I appreciate them so much and i didn't have them last year so i'm taking full advantage of what i have right now
1: no, literally, just talked to Travel two days ago. I know he was at the uh, the premium, premium event, with working with the kids, and yeah. we got in the phone a little bit and talked. So, good guy, and obviously knows what he's doing. Awesome. Hey, let's fast yeah, forward he's, to he's your sophomore year. Sophomore yeah, year. Uh, and again, <laughs> you've been around some big personalities. I don't think there was, you know,
2: mm-hmm. last
1: year on the, on the high school scene, there probably wasn't a more polarizing guy than Matt Corral, right? I mean, he yeah. was the guy everyone either either loved or, you know, yeah. had some, some negative things to say a, about yeah. him. But you were there. You were you were Matt's guy as a sophomore. That was his. I want to say that was his junior year, correct? You guys yes, won. I, won yeah. your move. Yeah. What, what was that yeah. sophomore year like for you playing with Matt and uh, just the whole yeah. experience that sophomore
2: year at Oaks? I mean that that whole experience was awesome. Uh, I didn't I didn't really want to leave, but I had to leave uh, Oaks. But uh, me and Matt, me and Matt's connection was it was like ridiculous. Um, it was it was something that. That was kind of like it just clicks. It's it's something you don't have with every other quarterback. It's just it's hard to um, it's hard to I don't even know how to explain. Basically, um, our coach Coach Banker called a slant, and um, the slant wasn't open. So then I ended up running a slow go, and he hits me deep down the field, and I killed I killed the D V. It was against St. Bonnie, and and uh, he kind of he kind of just felt he felt he knew the. Grant wasn't open, so he knew I was gonna push vertical. So I ran this pogo It's just stuff like that. We didn't even need to say anything or tell each other anything about it. It's just, it was just kind of like that click and uh, me having Matt. Uh, he excelled my year into a big year, and we, me and him, broke a state record and or I tied a state record, and it, it was it was awesome. I mean, I mean, you gotta love the quarterback that's giving you 380 yards in one game. <laughs> I mean, like, like you can't you can't sit here and deny he's he's a great quarterback. Um, a lot of people have negative things to say about him, but I think he's a great guy. Uh, just me being around him, his work ethic, his his uh, his mentality. He he wants to be the best at everything he does. Um, I, I wish him the best. Um, I wish him the best at Ole Miss, and uh, I wish I wish we could have played in the college college atmosphere together, but. Uh, Ole Miss isn't looking like the spot for me so I, <laughs> I, I'm just, I'm wishing them the best and the people that have to say something negative about him they, they should really get to know him before they start talking
1: hey so I do I, I want to protect you Micah. I, 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 I'm a fatherly figure I, I don't want yeah. you to say anything you might regret but I gotta know man you kind of teased it you didn't want to leave but you felt like you had to yeah. tell that story yeah. watch what you say my guy but tell the be transparent yeah. but, but uh, why did seriously. you feel like you had to leave Oaks
2: um, so uh, I was going through a really hard time. Uh my grandfather, uh, he uh, passed away. So once my grandfather passed away, uh I was I went to his funeral for the whole week and I was gone the whole week. Uh I was really upset because he actually texted me the day of and uh he just told me he couldn't wait to see me play and he was looking uh he was looking forward to seeing me ball out my next year and he's telling me to go hard. And then um all of a sudden uh, the next uh, the next night he uh, he had a heart attack and my uh, he he passed away in the garage. Um so he um he actually was trying to get to the hospital, get in the car and he ended up yeah, so it it really hurt me and I was really sad, uh, to a point where I wasn't happy. And so um I, I flew out there, got to see him. Um so I was gone for that whole week and um, fast forward I, I fly back to I fly back to Cali. Because um, it was all the way in uh, Illinois, so I had to fly back all the way to Cali. And then I missed a whole week of school. So missing a week of, missing a week of school at Oaks is like missing three months at a regular school. So so um, I came in, I did all my work, and uh, I did everything. I caught up on everything, and I was sucking it up. I was kind of like, that. And Matt was going through that whole situation with those. Um, uh, those rumors and stuff like that with the season, and uh, he was going through that situation and then Matt was telling me he was uh going to check out. And so I'm like, dang. But I still sucked it up because I didn't want to leave. Personally, I did not want to leave OJ. And then uh, so I sucked it up and still did the work even though Matt told me he was checking out. And so once I did all that work, I did it with the tutor. And so um, I did it with the tutor and then my tutor confirmed that she did it with me. But... So uh, fast forward to it, uh, the teacher says my work was too familiar to another student. And I was like, really, I did it with my tutor. And so my tutor actually did that work last week with that student. So, but my tutor still confirmed that I did it with her. So I didn't understand why the teacher was uh, giving me a hard time. I felt like they were trying to make a, a name out of me, trying to like say a big time football player, won't get away with, making school for a long period of time so um but i mean if i was a big donor i I believe i wouldn't have had to go through the things i had to go through but it's it's what happens and so um so then uh that happened and they decided to give me 50 percent on all my assignments and um it dropped my grade from like a 78 to like a 72, a 71, and I'm already stressed out about my grandfather. I'm upset, I'm still going home, crying, uh, just asking why, why did he have to go, like why at this time, and all that stuff, and just still upset with everything. And then I asked them, I actually went to the administration, I asked them if they could chill out on all the workload and if they can be a little bit easier on me, and they told me they would, but it, it never really happened. And um, and I just and I actually kept going to the administration asking for help, asking for them to just chill out and just help me help me get through this and stuff like that. And I felt like they didn't understand um, losing a family at the time, losing a family member, how bad it hurt me. Um, so then I kinda felt um, I kinda felt like it was kind of a selfish act on their part and my pants. Took it very personal. Uh, so did my mom. They both got, They both were very upset with the school and the staff, and not understanding uh, what was happening. And my dad was seeing me go home stressed out about doing all this work and so My dad uh, actually told me he's like, "Son, I want you to leave." And um, but he said, "I he said I suggest you leave, but I'm gonna leave this decision on your shoulders." And so, and my mom, my mom's like, "Yeah, I suggest the same thing." And so. I started actually thinking about it at that time. After, after they started putting me through all that workload, and they told me if I wanted to redo all weeks' worth of assignments, I'd put three to four, three to four days straight, like nonstop work to catch up on so, um, it. So it was kind of it was tough. And so then um, I ended up kind of distancing myself. And then schools were reaching out to me once the rumor got out, and I was just like, "Man, all these schools want me, and you guys are giving me the hardest time ever." <laughs> so um, I kind of. I kind of just, I kind of distanced myself, and um, I ended up having to leave just because of all the stuff they were putting me through. And I mean, they still had a great year, and uh, happy for what Coach Banker did with that, with that uh, little amount of plays that he had, and all that stuff. So I think uh, he's a great coach, and I still praise Coach Banker. He's the reason why I stayed for my sophomore year. I was trying to leave my freshman year just due to all the, the stuff that I had to go through in the administration, but. Um, so yeah, so that's 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 really the main story, and uh, I was kind of, I was very upset with my grand, I was very upset with my grandfather passing, and then I, was, then I got even more upset that they couldn't understand that the fact is, um, I'm trying my best to make up all this work, and then Matt left. And that's 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 the whole situation. I had no quarterback at the time, and stuff. It it, it was a whole situation. So yeah.
1: Yeah, no. when well, you went into a obviously a really good situation at Calabasas. Yeah. We had a, a young, up-and-coming quarterback, Jason Jaden Casey, Casey yeah. just balled out. You and, mm-hmm. and Johnny Wilson, one of the top one-two punches in the country already. Yeah. Uh What was it like last year at Calabasas? Kind of take me through the whole season. That you guys knocked off the Lencham. It was that was a basketball <laughs> game. That was so fun to watch back and forth. Yeah. Uh, what was, was the season was like for you at Calabasas last year?
2: Uh, it was different to be honest. Um. I was a little upset with the outcomes of our season um, I mean Jaden did out and Jaden's good And he's a great quarterback and Johnny's a great receiver It's not them, it was kind of a uh, uh, The coaching aspect of things I, I wish we kind of worked a little bit harder I wish we watched film We never watched film on anybody um, We kind of just came into the game thinking we were The, the, the top dogs and no one could mess with us and uh, I was always begging to watch film and check things out because coming from Coach Banks that we would after the game we would wake up at six in the morning and then have film at six thirty. And if you're not there on time, you don't get the donuts, you don't get to you don't get the <laughs> pizza, breakfast or anything. So so it was it was it was uh it was definitely different. Um, not watching film at all, having about an hour forty-five minute practices. Um, I, I was uh, upset at a point. I was very upset in the mid-season and. Just kind of asking, like, man, I was kind of regretting why I left. Not my teammates, just through the kind of the coaching aspect of things. I mean, Clemson still have great success and all of that, but um, it, it was hard for me to take it in because I was trying to, I was trying to adjust, but I didn't understand why we weren't uh, working harder. Why weren't we going over these plays more? Why weren't we trying to make sure everyone understood the concept of things and the coverages and the zones and and the man-to-man, man, and you know how that is. And Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, yeah, and help me, uh, help me run my routes and just teach me things. I was just out here running routes, and that's it. I didn't have no receiver coach, nothing at all. No one was guiding me for anything. So um, I was just going off basically my skill, and um, it, it was tough. It was definitely a tough adjustment, and um, I, was, I was upset at a point where I was opting to leave, and I was, uh, we, a, a lot of guys were upset. A lot of guys were uh, planning to leave, but then we, um, we decided to stay, and then, uh, what's it called? Coach Clay came in, and this dude changed up the whole atmosphere, man. We're out here two hour practices working hard, and it feels great. Um, I'm glad we have that. Uh, I got a receiver coach, best receiver coach in the country. Hands down, Coach Seaway. Um, like, uh, basically a Hall of Fame first round dude, uh, like fifth pick or something like that. He's, He's, he's a guy and he knows his stuff. He's, um, he knows everything about it. He knows not to overwork us, but he knows when to work us and he knows how to get us in and out of our bags, how to work on our speed. So I'm taking advantage of every time I have with these guys. I appreciate everything they do. We got a new locker room. We got new helmets. We got new pads. Everything's new and it's just, it's it's great. And so it made me, it made me want to stay and it made me want to um, just stay. why, why are these the best coaches in the country, you know, and just, um, and I feel like we have I think we will have a great year. I believe we have guys that are working their tails off um the coaches that came in they changed the, the mindset of uh the teammates of my friends um everyone's just working hard and trying to trying to prove everyone wrong, and we're trying to be the best team in the country, so yeah.
1: And there we go. You you mentioned you know Coach Clay, uh, Chris Claiborne, former USC Buckus winner, and uh, you know, a exactly. great football player with yep. the Detroit Lions, and obviously Curtis Conway, uh, who, uh, like you mentioned, man, he, he's as good as a kid. Just watching him teach at the opening and, and Nike camps over the you know years, he's a guy who just truly loves to teach, and, he, and he's really yeah, good at it too. Exactly. So you definitely fell into a great situation with those guys. But hey, yeah. let's talk a little bit. And I know you got to go. It's, it's been a it, you've got a lot going on. But let's talk a little bit about your recruitments. Mm-hmm. I thought we might know what's going on already, Mike. I'm, I'm waiting for this video with bated breath every day going, <laughs> is this the day? Is this the day? Last time yeah. we talked, you said maybe the first week or second week of July. I know you had you know, the Hall of Fame Academy in Canton, and the opening in Dallas. Uh, give yeah. me an update. What schools are we still focusing on? Now you got the five schools, but I don't want to try to give any answers away to the test, but I've always kind of felt you know maybe Florida, Oregon mm-hmm. might be the top yeah. two. But if you can, man, get, give me an update on where this whole process is at right now
2: yeah i mean everyone was saying florida and oregon like before i even picked florida and oregon like it wasn't even like that um actually <laughs> i was i was thinking really heavy about nebraska um i believe scott frost is gonna have a great year i still do uh um, i felt like nebraska was a great program and uh alabama was a great program and Ohio State's a great program, and they—it's um, all of that. And Ohio State has a thing to offer, is playing time and stuff like that. But um, just kind of the coaches' aspect of things make me feel wanted more. I felt Florida and Oregon were very, um, very hands-on with me and very, very updated. They would call me, text me every morning, and all stuff like that. I and actually Oregon, when I came out with the top ten, Oregon wasn't in my top ten. and um, now they're in my top two, so yeah, you can say Florida and Oregon, and so, so yeah, those top, those are my top two, and and Oregon made the way up big time because uh, they, they they were not being considered for me uh, early on in my recruitment process, but um, now they are, and Florida's always been there kind of throughout the whole way, and um, and so it's it's great, and those coaches I went to swap twice. Coaches are awesome. Talked to Mullen to Gonzalez, I mean, those, those guys have great background history and great winning history. So, I mean, can't go wrong with those guys at all.
1: So, speak on Oregon for a second. Mike, I'm going to ask you the same thing for Florida. But, you, again, Oregon was not in your top ten. And now they jumped away. Mm-hmm. What, what did they specifically do to get into your, your top list to where you even made that unofficial visit out there? And I, I know yeah. you told me, man, you were blown away on that visit. But how did they sneak mm-hmm. in there? And then what did they do on that visit to really pike your interest so much?
2: Um, Coach Johnson, I mean, uh, he, he actually hit me up. Uh, a, a few coaches from a few universities hit me up after I came out of the top 10. They They're they were a little upset, but, um, Coach, Coach Johnson hit me up and he said, no, we're not in the top 10 with a question marks. <laughs> and, uh, and I was like, I was like, Coach, I was like, I told you, whoever stays updated and checks on me and all that stuff will obviously be in my top 10. And that, those were the schools that were checking up on me and seeing how I was doing. It. Doing all that stuff, and so he's like, "All right." And so after that, that's all I needed to tell him is, "Man, hey, Coach, offense coordinator, defensive coordinator, weight room coach, uh, personal director, just all the <laughs> everyone blowing up my phone." I'm like, "Oh, not." So it was it was crazy. It was a good feeling to be uh, wanted by them. I mean, they're great, very program and great facilities. So um, they they kind of just they just just kept doing it, and kept being consistent. So they just kept passing up other schools in the, in the rankings for me so um, it was it was cool and uh, just hearing from what Christopher wants to do with me and um, just stuff like that and uh, the early playing time is definitely definitely awesome to have and uh, definitely yeah. a great offer and I'm definitely I definitely know I have to go in working hard and ready to compete that's why uh, I'm working out now and working as hard as I can as possible so I can be ready for that freshman year.
1: And then we got the Florida Gators, who who are kind of like before yeah. Oregon kind of jumped up. I think they were the one that we all thought, man, he's going to go on the SEC, play big time mm-hmm. football in the swamp. You, you obviously still can, but we didn't even know Oregon was going to yeah. be in that mix. But you've been to Florida, I want to say two, three times. What is it about the Gators? Yeah. Uh, they've always been high on your list. What specifically about them uh, do you really love about the program?
2: Yeah, I mean, everyone had me 100% SEC, 100%, <laughs> uh, 100% uh, what's it called, Florida, and so I mean, everyone's a switching. They got mixed emotions about our recruiting, but uh, <laughs> man,
1: hey, but, it's always uh, fluid, right, man? Things change every day, <laughs> it seems
2: like in recruiting. Yeah, I mean, Florida's a great. It's a great uh, program. I mean, they they got they got one of the best coaches in the country, hands down. I mean, Mullen is a great guy. He, uh the thing that really stood out to me about Mullen was uh, a lot of people were telling me he's never yelled at one of his players before. He's always kind of like a more of a coach and explaining what they did wrong instead of getting up in the butt. I mean, it's great to do that and like get get on the players and make sure they're on top of things. But there, there is a way where you can handle it better. And I feel like Mullen is a perfectionist at that and um, so he's, I believe he's a great coach. And Coach Gonzalez, I mean, Odell and Jarvis is all I have to say. I mean, those guys are doing great things in the league also. Uh, I mean, Jarvis and Odell's work, work ethic is also great, and that's exactly what I have. And to see, to see what he could do with people who have work ethic like that is is great. And so that's why they're always considered in my team. Always considered in in my recruitment, and um, and it's just great. They're they're great guys, and it was great to talk to them. I sat there and talked to coaches off for two hours, talked to Mullen for an hour. I mean, it, it was just a great—it was a great feeling to be out there. I got a lot of love when I was out there. Um, Coach Landers is also recruiting me; heavy. he's one of the recruiting personnels. and um, it's just—it's great to have them and feel wanted by them. And yeah, I wanted—I I, want to play with the big boys and stuff like that. So, I mean, it's either way. I mean, I can't go wrong with either school to be honest. Uh, so, I mean, it's great opportunities to play at Florida. Great opportunities to play at Oregon. I mean. I'm ready to compete wherever I go, and just just excited to excited to go out there and hopefully prove prove everyone basically. And
1: my last one for you, Micah. We got a video coming out. I know it's going to be mm. you never go half, you know anything. No, nope. this is going to nope. be pretty special. <laughs> when is this thing nope. dropping, man? When when are, I gonna get, <laughs> when are we going to get and to see this thing?
2: Yeah, you know I go all out on the field. I go. On, I it's, it's just a little. I feel like I had to chip on my shoulder, man. I okay. I feel like I I want to I want to kind of change my game a little to like a Steve Smith type of guy, you know, just like a dog and just get in the dude. So I so I mean I don't know. I, it's coming out soon. I promise, though. Um, uh, I'm trying to. I'm talking to my the film the film producer and all that. Uh, we're talking, and it's coming out soon. Probably next week, most likely. Okay. It's hard. It's hard for me to get the data things, but most likely next week, and it's it's gonna be awesome. This film is gonna be a uh, way better than film than anyone's ever seen. You guys are gonna be like, "Whoa!" I mean, it was really yeah. working. So. No so,
1: one, no uh, one, you, Micah. You probably got you probably got Steven Spielberg shooting your recruitment video. No one, you, man. <laughs> like that. That's how big you yeah. go.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's just. It's great, and I I think I think we have something special uh, coming, and I believe it's gonna I believe it's gonna be a pretty big video, and I hope it gets I hope it gets out there because that's what the filmer the film the film producer wants because he wants it to be he wants to show an aspect of things of how it's a blessing to have all the options that you have, but it's still stressful and it's still hard, and your family's edging you one way, and the other side of your family is edging you the other way, and then you're just trying to make your family happy and you just trying to be, be that guy to make everyone happy and trying to take care of the family in the future and just seeing what programs it's it, it, it It's a lot. It's a lot in the video, but I, I don't believe it's going to be a long video. It's going to be a short clip, um, but it's going to be something that hits and people will realize like, Oh, it wasn't easy for Pivin. It was, it was still stressful at a point, but it's still a blessing. And I, a lot of kids don't get the opportunity that I get and I, I'm still thankful for God for giving me the opportunity that that I have and stuff like that. So um, it's dropping soon. I'm hoping next week, and I'm all hoping right, we can get it out next week. And I'm I'm staying on top of the film producer. And he's he's <laughs> like, man, I want to get it out too. This video is going to be dope and all that stuff. So I believe I believe it's going to be really dope and it's going to be way different than any other commitment video anyone's seen.
1: Yeah, man. Well, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to you at Calabasas here with Curtis Conway yes, and Chris sir. Claiborne and, and Jaden and seeing you guys ball out there. So, dude, Micah, thanks so much for joining. I know it's kind of last minute. You're working out hard, but I do appreciate oh, you jumping on with us. It's always always class act. And, uh, yeah, man, best of luck to you. We'll talk to you soon.
2: Yes, sir. I appreciate you guys.
0: Absolutely. All right. I'll Ladies and gentlemen, awesome. four-star wide receiver at oh. Calabasas High School, Mr. Micah Pittman. Pro Football Hall of Fame All-American
2: on the Transparent Truth. Yes, sir. I'll see you guys.
1: Thanks, Micah. Appreciate you, man. That was awesome. All
0: right, we appreciate Micah for joining us. Uh, Big-time player, big-time person, come from a big-time family, brother, doing a great job at USC, terrific father, uh, and Micah's doing an unbelievable job there at Calabasas High School. They've got a gauntlet schedule. Coach Claiborne has put together a great schedule, very competitive over a 10-week season, and they're going to do a terrific job going out competing every day, as Micah talked about. They're working hard in the field, in the weight room, and uh, Mr. Pittman getting ready to get it done here in SoCal. So shout-out to the Pittman family, shout-out to Calabasas and all that good stuff. Uh, That's going to do it for the show today. Again, we want to appreciate you guys for joining us, and – Make sure you're following us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We are out there. Follow me, Keith underscore MP. Follow my man at Greg Biggins. Without further ado, let's bring this baby to a close. There's a new sheriff in town. And his name is Reggie Hammond. Y'all be cool.